All right. Morning, guys. Hey, so if any youth are in the foyer, you go ahead and come on in here. We're going to stay in here this whole morning. It's going to be great. If anybody feels like you want to leave, go ahead and stay. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Father, thank you so much for your word. I think we're allowed to pray after we pray, right? Thank you, Jesus. You're so good. God, we just uh, release you to uh, infiltrate. God, you're already infiltrating this atmosphere. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being present, Father. God, thank you for uh, the privilege, God, of advancing your kingdom, Lord, and being a part of it. Amen. Well, I just want to give big thanks to Pastor Dwayne and Joel. Can we give them a big hand? Love them a lot. Appreciate their leadership. And uh, yeah, we just bless Thailand. We just increase favor more and more on the Thailand trip. All needs be met. If there's anything that's going on that is uh, a, a blockade into uh, something they're wanting to do, we just break that off right now. Thank you, Lord, that the, 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 uh, the assignment of the enemy is canceled on this team, Father. God, we just, we just pray for more and increase on them. Amen. Amen. I also want to thank, um, thank you guys, the New Horizon body, the church body, just for being who you are, for helping establish and create just a family, you know, a sweet, a sweet just family and atmosphere. So thank you so much, guys, for what you do. It's an honor. It's a privilege to just be family with you all, whether we all know each other really well or not. So thank you. Thank you so much. I also want um, my, my, my mama, if I can have you stand real quick. And uh, I want you holding my grandson. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or her grandson, my son. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Is that prophetic? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I want you guys to just picture the best mom in the world, and I want you to picture a uh, single mom who raised me since I was three. I mean, before that, but, you know, just, just her since I was three. I want uh, you guys to picture that she um, is a perfect mom and that she did phenomenal. So if I can have you all stand and give her a hand. Yeah. Love you, Mom. I appreciate you. Thanks for holding my son, not my grandson. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. So I'm a, I'm a new daddy, two and a half months old, something like that. And uh, his days just keep adding, and he's great. I love it. It's fun being a new dad. And I just love being a dad. I couldn't imagine not being a dad. I can't imagine. Like, I wouldn't... Like, being a parent is not a nightmare. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. And if it was for you, it doesn't have to be anymore. You know what I'm just saying? So, uh, mm-hmm. Hey, I want to talk about uh, children. I want to talk about kiddos, young people, our role, what's going on in this generation. So today's title is Bend the Bow. Bend the Bow. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Uh, youth, are they worth anything? Children, do they really matter until they reach adulthood? You know, like you see my son sitting there laying there, and he smiles, poops, pees, farts, eats. You're like, well, is he really much of any value right now? What are you doing other than costing me money, right? And messes, you know? Like, Zayden, are you worth anything? Because you're just there. You're just there. And sometimes we can feel that even with uh, kids that are older, are you worth anything? You're just there, doing the same thing that Zayden's doing. Are you worth anything? And, uh, man, I want us to find value. You see New Horizons, a big house. We're a big house. 
in believing in young people. We believe in young people. And here's the thing. Don't check out if you don't want to talk about kids because we all are one, right? And we all have a role to play. Um, you know, if, if we don't see value in children, well, there's um, pretty bad people like South Sudan or different countries who see value in children and recruit them for their army, right? They see value. They see value. You know, the, the child soldiers. It's interesting. I was reading an article by UNICEF, um, and they were just talking about how, and this was an older one in, in 86, uh, the National Resistance Army had an estimated 3,000 children under the age 16, including 500 girls. You see, most of these were orphans who saw this as a refuge, who saw it as family because they didn't have one. And so it's interesting. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean those kiddos are bad, but they're hungry for family. Kids are hungry for family. Young people are hungry for family. We're all hungry for family. This generation's hungry for family. And we have to recognize and look at, I mean, you look at things going on, man, people getting high all the time and just uh, uh, find themselves on the streets and, and young kids getting homeless. Brianna was a student teacher um, in the East Tacoma area and the percentage of kids that are just homeless. Um, she was in, worked in elementary school. It just broke her heart. And see, kids are looking for family. And uh, uh, young people are confused with their identity, their sexuality. They're confused with purpose. You know, we, t- we, we teach them, because um, school really takes a lot of time for kids right now. You know, five days a week, then homework on the weekend. And so, you know, solid, you know, full, like, works a day, 40 hours a week, whatever. It's a big chunk. And that's great. Education is important. We value that. We want that. My wife's a teacher, okay? But what's interesting is we teach kids that education is important, knowledge is important, but then we forget about uh, educating and taking care of their soul, their spirit. You know what I mean? And here's the thing is a, one Sunday a month, or if that's how you come, you know, come a little more, but, you know, or one, one Sunday a week, one day a week, we, 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 we let kids for an hour, hour and a half, or maybe youth just come on Wednesdays to get a little bit of Jesus time for an hour. Boom, we got them. They're ready for the week. But one hour versus 40 hours, you know, school, school and church, I mean, there's something going on. You know what I mean? There's something going on. See, it's hard to mold adults, but it's easy to mold children. Easy to mold children. Uh, the adolescent years is prime time to shape their future. Um, in case you didn't know that children are a gift, I want to tell you that's what God says. Psalm 127, 3 through 5, it says, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. And for all the grandmammies and grandpappies, opas and omas, whatever you call them, or in uh, Punjabi, uh, that's uh, Bibi, Papa. Uh, Proverbs 17.6, grandchildren are the crown of old men, and the glory of sons is their fathers. And then Jesus, you know, he, he talks to his disciples right here in Matthew 18.10. He says, do not despise one of these little ones. He's holding a little kid, talking about the kingdom on his lap. Do not despise one of these little ones, for I say to you that their angels in heaven continually see the face of my Father who is in heaven. You know, the word to despise in the Greek means to see as low. And uh, it's important for us to not see children as low, no matter how old they are. And that doesn't mean just looking down on them. And here's the thing. Some of us, we may, we, it, as adults, it's sometimes we don't intentionally mean to see children as low, but we just do. We don't mean to. We're not thinking, oh, they're low. But we don't acknowledge them. And I want to encourage us to, um, children in this house, but even just in our lives, to not neglect or, or ignore children um, when you see them. Man, I love just, I love seeing kiddos and getting on their level and, 
and run around in circles or whatever they like to do and just be with them. But I want to encourage us, the Lord really wants to provoke this morning, this, this hunger and this spirit to train up children, to train children. And here's the thing, if you weren't trained very well by your parents, you're going to get restored this morning and you're going to also see that you, the Lord wants to equip you and use you to train children. Okay, and children just doesn't mean birth to 18 years. We're all children. And so we got different levels of generations here. And so from top to bottom to train each other, to help each other. Like I'm thankful for my father-in-law and all the other elders and pastors of this house and Pastor Dwayne. I've been a part of being trained in this house. Trained. Everybody say trained children. You know, hey, being like a child, I'm just saying, Matthew 18, 3 through 4, Jesus says, unless you are converted and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then humbles himself as his child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Humbles himself as a child. You know, I love being goofy. I love being silly. I love not acting like I know everything. I love not uh, just putting aside trying to be the man, the man's man when I'm around a bunch of men. You know, I love just being silly. I love being goofy. And I don't, it's not a weakness. You know, I, I, love, I love that I'm emotional. I love that I cry. I love that I laugh. I love that I can just sit on the floor, lay on the floor whenever I want, whatever. But it's cool. There's this freedom we get recognizing that we're children of God. And the thing is, when we let God father us, it's, it's a lot easier to parent, father other people, mother other people. God is the father. This is my favorite verse, probably going to be my first tattoo. Don't judge. Psalm 68.5, a father to the fatherless. That's just the first half. I just want to use that first half. Defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. A father to the fatherless. See, being a father, that's part of who God is. Ultimately, God is our father. Even though we have an earthly father, whether we knew him or not. You know, this doesn't mean we dismiss our role, though. Here's the thing. Uh, I remember, I think, I don't know, maybe I was cleaning at home and just spending time with the Holy Spirit, and I just heard him speak to me. I had to sit down and write this down. Just because God is a father to the fatherless doesn't dismiss any of us to try to be fathers to others. See, God steps in when nobody is there. But God is wanting somebody to partner with him. God's wanting somebody to partner with him. I remember when I was sitting down with Pastor Dwayne, um, my early years here at New Horizon, and just dealing with uh, 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 wounds and issues um, of, of, in regards to relationship with father um, or lack of in certain areas. And I remember just trying to understand why uh, I was the way I was in certain ways and trying to get down um, to the nitty-gritty. And I remember he drew a picture, and he drew a picture of a cloud and um, God with the beard thing. And then there was my dad, stick dude, and, and then there was me. And there was an arrow from my dad to God, and then there's an arrow from my dad to me. And in the role of a father, and I loved, I, I heard this the other day just from the Lord. Um, it's just time, the role of a father is to point to the father. And so my role as Zayden's father is to say, Zayden, you have a father who is God. And me as your earthly father, his role is to point you to him. And so you get to rely on him as your father. That's crazy, right? You know what I'm saying? But... Um, and so anyways, and so Pastor Dwayne, he, he would take an example of somebody grew up without a dad. He would say, okay, and I've done this with a few young people meeting with them. So if you don't have your dad, you haven't had your dad in your life. So you kind of almost 
you rely on your father to know God and get communication from God from your father. But if that is missing, if you don't have that in your life, then it's almost as if there's a line, then he drew a line from me to God. And there's just a direct line. You see, you do not miss out on being fathered. You don't miss out on knowing God. You don't have to. Isn't that great? And what's cool too is, like for example, if your relationship, I love my father. We got a great relationship. We had a sweet picture of him. Check my Facebook. It's just, it's sweet seeing your dad and your son in a picture. It's pretty sweet. I'm like, yeah. But God wants not only to father you, but he wants us to partner with him in fathering other people, other young people. Also, my role here, we didn't know what to call me, so we said generations pastor. I help with kids and I help with youth. So it's the title I have. Uh, it's not just my job. And you know what? I didn't come to New Horizon to say, you know what? I want to just spend all of my time focusing on ministering to kids and youth. I just came to this house. I just came here, and I discovered my destiny in the process. I became a son of the house, got knitted. But I remember the Lord speaking to me a week or so ago, talking about it's not just my job. You see, it's almost like taking care of children or youth isn't one person's calling. It's not one person's calling. And if we rely it all to be on me or whatever leaders are part of it, only so many can get reached too. But only so much more can get reached too when we all partner together. And so really, taking care of leading, training children, I mean, it, Psalm is, whoever wrote this in Proverbs isn't saying, hey, I mean, if you are full-time pastor, just make sure you train children. It says, it's telling to everybody, train children, train children. It's every single person's role to train children. So parents in here, if your child is still 18 or under, let's train them up. And if they're older and you miss out on training them in the ways of the Lord, there's grace. And God wants to bring restoration. He wants to help lead you into still training them. And so it's important to allow ourselves to be trained first. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be a dad when I'm not a son, right? I got to be a son to God to be a father to another son, right? That's important. So I love, I love, uh, I love being a father. I love, as a youth pastor, I also see it as fathering. Like, I look at different youth, Jimmy and Jared. Man, I love, I see them as my boys. And even if they just call me my last name, Chima, that's cool. But I really see myself as a role of being a part of fathering, fathering them. All right. It's important to provide for children. We all know that. First Timothy 5, 8. If anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Hello. So yes, it is good to provide for children, but it doesn't stop there. It does not stop from putting clothes on them, getting some moolah, putting food on the table. There's more. It's not just nurturing them physically. We're going to hash out um, Proverbs 22, 6 in a minute. You guys remember Hannah with Samuel? Hannah had Samuel. She was crying out to the Lord for a child. The Lord blessed her, blessed her request. She had Samuel. And at the, then at the age of three, she brought him to the temple where Eli was, the prophet, and dedicated him, ordained him to the house. And he lived there and was raised in the temple with Eli, not with mama at home. Yeah. So we were just asking, if you have children three or under, to be ready just bring them on Monday and just leave them. Okay, now. <laughs> we'll start pre-preschool. But she, she uh, man, just my, I couldn't imagine leave, just drop my son off the church and be like, 
go get them, man, right? And just like entrust them to Pastor Dwayne or somebody. But you see, there was something symbolic where Hannah, as mama, she released him and said, I am choosing to ordain you. So here's the thing, parents. You see, parents ordain, and when you, when you do that, children remain. Just remember that. Parents ordain, children remain, okay? Now, ordain doesn't just mean, you know, on Mother's Day, we all line up, we all pray and get that sweet blessing and take pictures wearing those frilly, cute little dresses or bow ties, okay? That's all a onesie, but it looks like a bow tie, you know? So it's not just that. It's not just that one moment, boom, okay, it's done, right? That is a start, you know, a symbolic start of they are going to follow the Lord, but here's the thing. How many of you know it takes every single day and more than a Sunday morning with some preschool teacher or what is it, Sunday school teacher? It's more. We're here helping each other and teaching things, but it's more. It's more. I'm here to partner with you to train your children up, but I can't do it with just an hour. Parents ordain, children remain because they need to learn. Because remember then, Samuel got taught by Eli to say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Children learn to hear the voice of the Lord in the house. This is where they're meant to hear the voice of the Lord. So this is why you get bugging messages like from me or other people like, Your young person's coming, right? You're coming on Wednesday, right? It's more than just getting some bodies, right? It's more than that. It's, it's keeping consistent training in your young person. So I'm excited especially being a full-time minister, to see the value. I've learned more and more the value of the house of the Lord. Now it's fun for me to be able to see and recognize, oh my goodness, I see how I need to lead Zayden and to love the house of the Lord in whatever he does. I love the word my father-in-law was saying. It's, it's not really about what we do or what a career is. It's about that we would love the house of the Lord, right, and advance his kingdom. All right, here's the verse we're hashing out. Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he's old, he will not depart from it. Have you ever, ever experienced that? That is crazy. I train up a child in the way of the Lord, and you're telling me he won't depart his whole life. Do you know anybody like that? Maybe it's been you. Maybe it's your kids. I don't know. Have you experienced that? My goodness. From the beginning to the end. That's crazy. From the cradle to the grave. Have you experienced that? A child who would not depart. I want to hash out this verse here. That word train means to inaugurate or ordain, kind of what like Hannah did with her son Samuel. Ordain, inaugurate. That word way, train a child in the way. If you look a little deeper in the root words, the Greek, it says it's like aiming, like an archer, or bending a bow. And what are children? Arrows. So to train a child in the way of the Lord, it's to take a bow, right? Don't judge. And then you pick up an arrow, you pick up a child. I'm training in the ways of the Lord, and you take the arrow and you're aiming, you're targeting. So here's the thing. Children need direction. They need to be directed to an area. So when we train them in the ways of the Lord, so that means consistently building them to love the word of the Lord, consistently getting them in prayer and doing it as a family, more and more I'm learning how vital it is and how, di- how easily difficult it can be to establish your house as a place of prayer and worship because you've got so many other things to do. It's so easy where you don't have time because you were just taking care of the house. And then you didn't have time to establish the house. 
as a place of prayer, his presence, right? And so that's why it's extremely vital for us as parents, for us as people in general, to establish our homes as a place of prayer, of God's presence. We look at, man, I, I look at the news, I listen to things on the radio, you know, shootings happening, riots happening, hatred from one race to another, differences in, in political views and, and people stirring strife and contention and hating each other because of that. I look at all this stuff, and, I, and then I read this verse. I'm like, what if all these people, no matter the views, where they're coming from, whatever, what if these people were trained in the ways of the Lord? If they were trained in the ways of the Lord, I tell you, it'd be different. It would be different. Their response would be different. They would know how to handle themselves. See, children need to be directed a certain way. I was talking to a buddy of mine a couple weeks ago. We got some coffee at Anthem and uh, lavender lattes. And he was, he, he's, he's having a kiddo. And he was telling me, dude, Chris, I need, to get, I need to get back on track. I need to change. I'm like, why do you say that? Because I'm having a kid. I'm like, yeah, you do. Because <laughs> you're having a kid. It's, it's funny how having a kid almost wakes somebody up. But they've been doing nothing, having no direction, right? And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my goodness. I'm supposed to train. And people recognize whether they know that verse or not. They're, they're meant to train up a child in the ways of the Lord. Shoot, how do I do that if I don't know the ways of the Lord? How do I do that if I have not been living in the ways of the Lord? You know what I'm saying? It's so easy. It breaks my heart. Um, it's almost like, especially with the amazing technological advances, how it's so easy almost to allow technology to parent children instead of us. It's almost like instead of teaching children to gaze and behold, you know, the Lord, it's so easy to gaze and behold the screen. You know what I'm saying? And so then, man, I, I, different youth I talk to and, and ask them what they do and such, and so many just at home watching YouTube, whatever, they are getting trained and parented by something or somebody. They're getting molded. And this isn't an anti-technology seminar. But this is a, we need to put some priorities to teach and train the children in the ways of the Lord. And maybe that means you've got to get a paper Bible to establish that. You know what I'm saying? Ephesians 6.4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Mamas, but bring them in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. You know that word bring means to nourish up to maturity. Nourish up to maturity. Discipline and instruction of the Lord. Those are some heavy words. You know what I'm saying? Discipline, that pretty much means correcting their mistakes and curbing their passions. Instruction, essentially it's teaching them as a whole person, bringing warning and instruction, bringing a faculty of perceiving divine things, recognizing so that they can recognize good and evil. Okay, I'm going to put these two verses together here. So my, if, if I paraphrase this verse, kind of Christian version and studying the Greek, this is what I found. In the verse of, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, essentially saying, nourish their, their whole person into maturity by correcting their mistakes, curbing their passions, and establish them with a perception of the divine things. 
You know what's great? Discipline removes foolishness, Proverbs says. You know, Colossians 3.21 also warns us as parents to keep contention and strife away and to not stir them up so they'll lose heart. Here's some benefits of training a child in the ways of the Lord. Isaiah 54, 13. All your sons will be taught of the Lord, and the well-being of your son will be great. The fruit of training a young person in the ways of the Lord shows that they will be well off. Now, it doesn't just mean money, but their spirit, their soul. You see, children these days, young people these days, they are told to pursue a career. They are told to pursue what they want. What do you want to do? That's great. That's great. Dreams, desires, the Lord loves it, satisfy the desires of our hearts. One of my favorite verses, he'll make all our plans succeed, right, to the righteous. I love that. I love that. But we are not teaching them to pursue the Lord. I'm not just talking about you here. But when I look at the scope of young people, we're not teaching them to pursue the Lord in his ways. And it's cool because then I see places like New Horizon and different hotspots of heaven and churches where they, there are hungry young people wanting Jesus. And that's happening. And that's amazing. You know, the Lord has given us, we're placed in Fife for a reason. So Fife School District is ours. It's ours. It's ours. Doesn't mean we can only go as far as Fife. But where we're placed, it's ours. So what are we doing to get them? We have thousands of children that belong to us that need to be instructed and trained in the ways of the Lord. We need help. We need help. It's almost like a recruiting day, draft day. We need help to get young people trained, to get young people equipped. So whether it's with youth, preschool, kiddos, whatever, I ask that you find a way to get involved. Now, don't get afraid about your time and commitment. It doesn't have to be every other week. You know, be once a year, you know what I'm saying? But we need help practically to do things to get these young people stirred up, get these young people to recognize who the Lord is. I'm going to ask everybody to stand up here. Invite some of the band to come on up, rock some tunes. You know, we need each other. We got generations in this place, people of different ages. We need each other. You know, our heart and hope, too, of New Horizon Church is that we would know each other. The, uh, you know, the young would know the older, and the older would know the young. I encourage you, even just here on a Sunday, older people, if you see a young person, you don't know them, just say, hey, get to know them. Because you don't know where their mom and dad could be in their life. See, it's almost like a bunch of us were walking around with bows and we have no idea why. And then the Lord is saying there's tons of arrows just scattered all over the place. See, these arrows are useless because they are not being used. They are not being targeted to a certain direction. They're just laid on the floor. This is why this arrow over here, even though he grew up in youth group and went once a week, but he still had some inner hurts going on, didn't feel comfortable opening up to his parents and, and just not really sure who he is or find himself living in a lifestyle he didn't want to live. But if there was a, 
just a group of older people to just take them and train them. You see, the beauty of a church is it's almost like we get to be an adoption agency. You know what I'm saying? Because we're adopted, right, as children of God. So we, this is almost a place of adoption. We get a spirit of adoption with God being our father. This is what we need. We need Elijah's, okay, to get to some Elisha's, okay? You remember the story? So Elijah threw his mantle onto Elisha, okay? Through, straight up through it, okay? The prophet Alpha, he just threw it on him. So what we need is the old to throw and the young to desire. Because what happened before Elijah was caught up in heaven? Elisha said, I want double what you got. So we, want, we need the old to throw on the young and then the young to desire what the old have. Did you know, older people, your life is supposed to be desirous to young people. They're supposed to want it. So now, first off, allow yourself to, to want your life and where you're at. Here's the thing. Go and close your eyes. Let's just picture something. Picture you have somebody who's your father, and he's given you every single thing. He's held nothing back. Everything is at hand for you. Like an executioner of a will when somebody passes away, we're like executioners of Jesus' will. Jesus died. And Jesus has some terms of who all his stuff belongs to. And he said all his stuff belongs to us. There are people around us in this building. Whatever they're doing at home, watching TV, cuddling, hanging out, eating some froyo, I don't know. But they don't know that they are part of the will of Jesus. It's our role to be the executioners. Hi, Michael. You can come with me. Come right here. Thank you. on here, I can do that. <laughs> Just imagine birth to old never departing. If nothing that I said makes sense, just get engaged here for a minute. Every single person, doesn't matter the age. When I say children, remember it's not just 18 or younger. Every person's an arrow that needs to be directed. Needs to be directed. Needs to be targeted. 
And when we pass down the ability, when the old show what your role is to a young person, to aim, to direct them to a certain destination. Here's the thing. Young people don't know what to do. Young people, like, we can, we can, we can make up a purpose for a riot and just have a riot in our generation today. I'm part of this generation. We love riots. Oh, we love it. We want to be recognized. We want to be acknowledged. And here's the thing. If moms and dads, blood or not, pointed to Jesus, we would find purpose. We would find purpose. The Bible says when I don't do the will of the Lord, I'm as if I'm useless. It's not because God's being mean, but because he wants to use me. And when I'm not doing his will, I'm not being used, so I'm useless. Like an arrow on the floor. And so I need, I need to be taught. I need to be trained. I need to be equipped. From old to young. From young to younger. And from younger to birth. I know I'm not going to be a perfect dad. But what I do know is that I have a dad who will teach me how to be one. When I choose to be a son, to father God, I'm able to see how to father. Zayden's going to serve the Lord. I have no fear. I have no fear that he's not going to serve the Lord. I have no fear that this young man is going to leave the church. I have no fear. If we can get the lights darker here in the house. And all the ladies were getting nervous. A few responses for you this morning. Elijah's to Elisha's, Moses's to Joshua's. Moses presented God, Joshua wanted more of God. That's why he didn't leave God's presence in the tent. Jesus to the disciples, Jesus talking about receive me and you'll know the Father. See, who's permitted to train children? Who's permitted to train people younger than them? I've heard countless times, I just got to get my life together and then I can serve and then I can help. I get it. I get it. And depending on the gravity, of course. But if we wait to get perfect, I don't think we're ever going to help. (laughs) See, training takes time, right? It takes blood, sweat, tears. What I want us to do is I want us to train so that they remain, right? I want us to be a house where we train. Remember, it's not just 18 and younger. Right here, we are around 
all kinds of different ages. We are a family. We are a body. We are meant to do this together. We are one body, encouraging, uplifting, encouraging, covering, covering shame, covering guilt, provoking. So parents, my plea to you is to not depart the ways of the Lord. Not depart from the local church so that your children won't depart. But find a reason to do it for you. Find value and worth in Daddy God. And hey, parents, anybody in here, if you haven't been on track with Jesus, if you've been off, jump back on. Get right with the Lord right now. Right now. Go just close your eyes as we wrap up right here. Get right with the Lord if you need to right now. Open up your heart again. Children, young people in this place, and again, that's remember, that's all of us. If you want a long life, if you want things to be well with you, you honor your father and mother. Some of us need to reconcile and restore things with our parents. Whether they're serving Jesus or not, we are to honor them. We are to love them. I encourage you to reconcile what, is, what has gone on. See, even though I have this focus and role as a kids pastor, youth pastor, it's not just my calling, right? It's all of ours. But I have a role and responsibility to show the heart of the Father's desire for the younger generation to equip and enable us as a body to do so. For the past few weeks, we've had at least one person give their heart to Jesus every Wednesday night with youth. And that's great. Father, thank you. Thank you for being a good dad. Thank you, Jesus, that you have been true throughout all generations. Thank you, Father, that this generation today is not defined by the current situations. They're not defined by the curtain, current issues. Father, help us have eyes to see this generation in your eyes, to see them as who they are to become, not what they are right now. Right now, right now, just allow yourself to feel God looking at you and seeing you as who you are to become, not just who you are right now. Freedom right now. Freedom to be children of God, to be one spiritual moms and dads to train and raise up the younger generation. Your mom, let me give them to you. Holy Spirit, we welcome your insight. As parents, as spiritual parents, to train and teach God.
I just release assurance right now that you are able, that you are able to train in the ways of the Lord. Father, we welcome and mark New Horizon as a place where generation to generation, they do not depart. This house is full of a place where people do not depart. Thank you, God. We establish righteous ones in this house. If it seems like a few at first, but it's, it's the few who are 100% remaining. A house where people remain. Children are taught to remain in your will, Father. Thank you, God. The very need for America, the very need for the world is placed within us. I carry the solution. I am one who will pick up the arrows, bend the bow, and shoot them to a target and destination. Young people need to be spoken to about their destiny and purpose. We need to be involved and engaged in their decision process to help them, to guide them, to lead them. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for not only being a good dad, but asking us to partner with you. Train them up. Train them up. Train them up. Train them up. Parents, your kids have already grown up and they're in the mix of life. If that's you and they're not serving the Lord, God is still saying, train them. And so he wants you to allow him to train you. Engage even further and deeper than you ever have in this body, in his word, in prayer. It is never too late to take a child into their purpose and destiny. Specifically, uh, parents who have kids 18 or older, and if they're not serving the Lord, and you're you're calling them back, I just want you to stand as a representative, not as shame or embarrassment, but as an executioner of Jesus' will to mark his inheritance on their life. Real quick, I want you to come up to the front, and we are going to release your children to be ones who serve the Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, our children will serve the Lord. We cancel the assignment of the enemy on their life. This house is famous. It's actually got banners up of championships of how many times Satan has lost. How many years that he's lost over our children's lives. Satan, you will lose because you already have. Victory of Jesus on every single child. Victory of Jesus on every single child right now. We call in the will of the Lord. The very revelation of experience that you fulfill your will within us. Holy Spirit, quicken, provoke, and awaken our children right now. Meet them where they are at right now. Meet them where they are at in the prison cell, God. Meet them where they are at, God, in their almost crumbling, broken marriage, Father restoration restore their heart to yours 
the wounds and the hurts and the bitterness, God, would be at rest. All right, if you'll agree, last prayer, if you'll agree with me to commit yourself, whatever may be for you and your schedule, if you'll agree with me to bend the bow, to train younger ones in his ways, can you just come up to the front real quick? If you'll agree with me, if you say, I will commit to being one who trains. At church, your workplace, at home. Father, we commit. God, we commit to training your ways to all around us. Father, first, inject purpose in us right now. Right now, allow the Lord to bend the bow and place you to direct you. It's hard for lost adults that are lost, unsure, kind of done to train others. And right now the Lord wants to refresh. He wants to restore. He wants to feel you placed in the bow, being pulled and directed. You're going to hear the voice of the Lord speak something specific to you of where you're going to head, what you're going to do what the job move or the career move or the promotion that is coming or the restoration with your wife or your husband or with your children. Feel the direction of the Lord as if you're getting pulled like the arrow and shot forth. Bend the bow. Bend the bow. Isn't Jesus good? He's a good father, right? Now I want you to look around and you're not the only one who's committing to train young ones. And then I also want you to remember who's around you. And if they haven't been doing nothing, you know what I'm saying? If they've been lazy with training people, you know what I'm saying? Of of loving on the young ones, you check up on them. Check up on them. Hey, practically, we got various kids and youth ministries here. This isn't to just fill ministries, but this is for us to be a body whose hearts love to train people, love to train young people. How many of you believe in this will be a house where young people don't depart the ways of the Lord, right? I'm excited. I'm expecting. I would ask that you would personally bring the child that comes back to the Lord here on Sunday whenever so I can see the testimony of what just happened because they're being restored, right? Hey, go be restored. Go train. Be trained. That's why we, got, that's why we do Bible school and Emerge Leadership School, not because we're all doofuses and we don't know what's going on, because we constantly want to be trained and equipped. I don't care how old I am, right, in the ways of the Lord. You guys are awesome. Enjoy your Sunday. Love you guys. Mucho. No Hawks games, so go have some lunch with people. Hang out.